Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0 Take. This is episode 153. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. What up, dog? Day one in the books. Was it, it, I was excited all day. Like, that was, I woke up excited. We had games early. We had games all day. This was, I wanted to feel a little bit what the vibe was going to be like. I, I like it. I was going to ask you. I've been, I was thinking about that today. I was like, all right, now that we've got, because I kind of know how I feel about it, and I don't feel like it necessarily changed, but I knew you had mentioned, you had gone on record as saying, I don't want to make a decision yet. I got to live it. I got to experience it. Mm-hmm. And so now that we have a, a full day on our belts, what is your what is your take on it? If you had to give it a score one through ten, so and I I feel like it's going to be an unfair score based on this day. This is only four games. Tomorrow, slash when you guys are hearing this today, on Wednesday, the thirtieth, we're gonna have eight games, right? So we have all of the NL games, games. Which, by the way, all, I get all game let, two is for AL. Let's just mention. We are recording right now at 10.23 p.m. Eastern. What is there, two outs in the, in two the ninth? Outs, two outs in the ninth with uh, the Yankees-Cleveland game. So there's so. your timestamp, folks. That's where we're at. But um, uh, You know what I mean, though? Like I can't judge what it's going to be. I'm going to be sad to not see all the games tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's Cause, just that's overwhelming. There's no way you can watch eight baseball games unless you, you can't, have eight TVs. You can't, and not to mention when when your team comes on, it's kind of like you're just you're locked in for that. It's just the way it is. That's the way postseason should be. So it's going to be hard for me to judge. But as far as today goes, with four, I like it. I know it's only a week of this hectic craziness, and then you know there's going to be less games per day and. Some off days mixed in every once in a while, right? Yeah, there's only so, there's only this week's worth of daily pods coming from your boys, Kyle and Nate. We should yeah. do daily pods every day, just from here on out. About anything, anything, even in the off season, just daily pods. No, I shoot me now. That. Yeah, shoot me now. <laughs> Let's start off with uh, some Houston and Minnesota talk, Nate. Interesting, interesting how. I was giving a little bit of love to Houston and everybody was coming out saying that I was out of my mind saying that the twins were going to steamroll Nate. I'm pretty sure that's 17 straight postseason losses for the Minnesota twins against a team that, that limped into the postseason with a losing record. Might yeah. I add what, what, what's going on in Minnesota choke city. Wasn't there something? I think Sergio Romo. Walked yeah, not, in the tying run. Yeah, not for a the good first time for, ever in postseason history is what I saw. Yeah, Altuve's Altuve's walk uh, was the first go ahead walk in the ninth inning in postseason history. Oh, it was go ahead run, wasn't the tying? Yeah, run. yeah, go yeah. Ahead go ahead walk in the ninth inning, first in postseason history. Not a good That's day wild. For, for Sergio. No, um, I'm I'm a little surprised. Surprised that the offense was flat. Um, at home. But, you know, it, it is what it is, man. It's, it's why there's a three-game set. That's why the Twins are going to win the next two. 
No, they're not. <laughs> hey, you have to understand. You should you should know this. You've been around the game long enough. You know how the game works. Sometimes storylines overarch minor storylines. The minor storylines this season have been, oh, Minnesota's great at home. Houston's been terrible on the road. The fact that the Minnesota Twins have now lost 17 elite coming into this game, they lost 16 straight postseason games. To me, that's far more important than the fact that they've been playing well this year. They just don't, I'm sorry, they just don't have any good any good mojo on their side right now. And that's yeah. why I went with Houston this series. Yeah, but I mean, it's I, it's less about mojo in my mind because most of these dudes were not involved with any of those losses. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's weighing over their heads at all as far as players go. It's this well, those one, que- today. Those questions that's are it. asked. Sure, they're aware of it, but they're like, great. When that streak started, I was like 12. So what do you want me to do about it? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the way I, I think a lot of players are looking at this. No, that's um, fair. So in my mind, uh, it's, it's just one. It's a streak of one. Your own one. But that's why this has been argued for. It's why this format's been argued for is to let's see, you know, what, what the deal is. But moving forward, I mean, the, the Astros pitching is still a question mark. After Granke, who, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, but the Twins at home. Yeah, that means nothing to me. They get two uh, more games, man. A big note, a big note to make, uh, Kenta Maeda, they said that the Astros would not beat Kenta Maeda, which they did not. Through five innings, only allowed two hits, had five Ks uh, to go along with his three walks. But he, had, he allowed no runs, so... Mm-hmm. He did what he had to do. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they would have liked him to go a little deeper, but I mean, he went deeper than Granky. Granky only went four. Granky's also run. an escape artist. I think there was bases loaded at, uh, in the first inning. Yeah, it was a little dicey for Granky. It wasn't exactly a solid start uh, from the beginning to the end. But yeah, I mean, Kentamaida, like I said, did what he had to do, and they just got to the the Astros got to the pen. And yeah, and I mean, that's fair. And what's weird is that you look at, you know, Sergio Romo, and I'm actually watching highlights right now because, I, again, I didn't get to catch the end of it. But we, you look at Sergio Romo, there's so many years of experience in the postseason, all those years with the Giants. Um, you think that he would he would clutch up a little bit. But when you have. When you have pitches with this much movement, you know, everyone knows that that slider moves freaking four feet. There are days where you just don't have it. I don't know, man. So that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. For for once, Altuve this year did something good and actually walked in that uh, that go ahead run. So he's had a trash year, no pun intended. Um, and I don't know. I mean, the, this is, I'm not entirely surprised because the Astros still have this winning mentality inside of their own clubhouse. They still have that. They still have that swagger in their own clubhouse. Um, I think the overall year was affected by all of the nonsense that happened in the offseason, but that's, that's just the way baseball goes sometimes. But uh, Twins are taking the next two. Houston's so. taking, taking the series. Yeah. Series over. We'll see it in the ALDS. Um, the White Sox and A's, 
Big day for Lucas Giolito. Told you, bro. Told did you, you. Did you tell me? Yeah. Oh, man. A, as a whole, yes. Yeah. So I, I was like, you never mentioned Lucas Giolito. I did. You did Yesterday. no such thing. You did no such thing. I said yes. I'm taking the White Sox in that rotation, headed by Giolito. Keiko still got his postseason swag. Yeah, I like literally remember these that, words. That may have been said. Yes. <laughs> it's ringing some bells now. What? What of it? What yeah. of it? Giolito looked just yeah. disgusting. He looked elite. Oh, uh, seven innings, two hits. No runs, a walk, and eight Ks retired the first 18 batters. Quoted as saying, I was just focused on executing each pitch. If a perfect game happens, it happens. That was not on my mind. When I read that, I was like, shut your mouth. Nobody, that's (laughs) never the case. But then he says, whereas like the one during the season, it was very much on my mind. And then I was like, okay, you're off the hook. At least we shall own up to that. But I think that's... That's dope that he was able to be okay after that that hit. You know what I mean? Like he was he didn't unravel. And the A's did string together a few hits today. They just you know obviously didn't push a cup across enough runs. But got to I mean, got to score more runs than the other team, Nate. Yeah, I think actually what's underrated is I I think that Matt Chapman is actually being missed in this lineup. A healthy Matt Chapman is definitely a. Big I can speak piece. from experience. Maybe the presence around the clubhouse you might be referring to, but had him on my fantasy team was not <laughs> I said the Matt a healthy Chapman. Matt Chapman. He hasn't he hasn't been healthy all I year. I mean, I I understand that, but you can't just make a guy healthy all of a sudden. You, no, that's what is, I'm saying. That's, and, that's what you're dealing with. And I think that's a, a that's something the A's are missing. That's all I'm saying. And then, um, hey man, whoa, don't, don't even start with, an argument here, guy. But same thing with Marcus Simeon. You know, he's not. I don't think he's doing what he normally does this year. Um, Chris Davis it just I'm sorry, disappeared but, uh, this year. I, ha- so. I have to make a note about this. You mentioned Marcus Simeon. For those who are saying that Marcus Simeon was a better shortstop than Xander Bogarts, that conversation is yeah, officially dead. That was not smart. Congrats. Um, he, had a, he had a great single season. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the fact that, you know, Chris Davis, it, the, this isn't the same A's last year. I think they I think they did a great job, but you're you're talking about a very soft division in my mind. And I think that's why they ran away with it. But that's why I'm sticking the White Sox. I think they take it. A's in three. No, I, I can't say that with full confidence. I actually <laughs> I was watching that game today and I was just like I just I'm not seeing it. I'm really not. Like obviously yeah. Giolito was superb, but yeah. I, I, you know how sometimes you can just watch a game, especially when it's in in the in the series format, like like the postseason. You you just be like, I don't know if, yeah, we can flip the switch by tomorrow or the next day or whatever it is. But I don't I don't know. Three game series, they they better figure it out. They're gonna also, have to flush it. Absolutely, and also, uh, Luis Robert uh, had like a horrible last week and a half of the season. Well, the whole club his- did. Until his like last game started to hit a little bit, and then he got a couple knocks today, I believe. So it's like things are starting to open up. It's not just Jose Abreu. There's guys. Grandal went yeah yeah. Sheesh, pimped it too. I mean, you mentioned Abreu. He had a tank, two for four yeah, on the day. They had three home launched. runs in total. So yeah, not good. But 
the White Sox continued their success versus lefties. That was one of the storylines heading into the game, heading into they, the series as a whole. Is, and is it weird it. that Bob Melvin just like confidently rolled Lazardo out there? Yeah, very, very wild move. Obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, but like, like you uh, know, it's uh, kind of it's known. You you're going up against a dangerous White Sox team, and, yeah. Uh, and then wasn't it yesterday that I said I. I didn't necessarily think I don't view the White Sox as a a seven seed. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like Oakland, look Oakland, they're they've been a great club all season, but for whatever reason, I just don't agree with the seven. And so yeah. I feel like as a manager, you have to be like, they're not they haven't really played like a seven this year. They've been playing above a seven. And, it, and we're just going to roll out a lefty that they've right. just absolutely do, they've continued to succeed against lefties. But you're also talking about a better division. Better division compared to the AL West. True. Yeah. Not to mention, uh, just have to put a little note out there. Jess Mendoza, what <laughs> I'm not gonna get too deep into this, but <sighs> please can I know this is asking a lot of ESPN, but can we can we do something there? Please. If we have this many games, I think we need to have a better amount of broadcasters. I am tired of hearing about Exit Velo with everything. Like, we're talking about Exit Velo when Exit Velo isn't even relevant. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even she's a like, part of the... <laughs> she's like, Bob, Bob, this, the Exit Velo, that hot dog into your mouth was... <laughs> and, and the other thing is, like, she talks... And, I, and believe me, I've said this before. I'll say it again. This is not a gender thing. No. This is just simply the... It, it's just a fact that it's so forced and it's so like she's it's if you listen to the broadcast she's trying to convince you she's just like not good. she has all these numbers and facts it's yeah. like okay these are all great and dainty but like sprinkle them in from time to time just yeah. give me just don't read me this bulleted list of things yeah i don't care about gender i, I i'm a basketball fan and doris burke is like I I, that's exactly that's, that is exactly what i thought about awesome. today i'm like that is someone right there I don't care. I don't care who you are. I don't care what gender you are. I don't care what color you are. If you know she's, your stuff, you know your stuff. Yeah, she's dope. So it's like, I, I don't know. I, I would rather have Lauren Shahadi on one of these games. She Please. knows her stuff. Plus, she's kind of cute. So Nate. sign me up. <laughs> I'm on the podcast, man. <laughs> she's cute, man. She's fun. I love that MLB Central show. Yeah. But I watch that every yeah, day. Yeah. Just the. I'm, I'm, no, I'm done. I'm not going to yeah. say anymore. Yeah, no, just get better broadcasters. That's it. That's, but that's, it's ESPN. Thing. So we're asking a lot from them yeah. to, to improve yeah. what they, what yeah. they have. Toronto, Tampa Bay, the Rays, as expected, just went out and pitched them to death. I watched about 45 minutes of the game, maybe on mute. And, yeah, which, by the way, good call on that today. We just need to watch, maybe with the exception of like one or two series this whole yeah. postseason. Watching games on mute. Just watch that. all the games on mute. To be fair, I was working, so like I'm doing stuff. and like I wasn't, and I was watching it on mute, and it was great. <laughs> I was formulating my own thoughts. I was I was allowing my, my yeah. thoughts on the game to develop as the plays developed. I was like, this is nice. I'm not being told about exit velo. There's no I'm awkward delay with with reporters talking over oh, each other God, because brutal. they're <laughs> brutal. 6,000 miles away from the game or whatever. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, it's just, it is what it is, but uh, Blake um, Snell looks superb. 
Blake Snell's doing Blake Snell things. Five and two thirds, one hit, no runs, nine Ks, two walks. Uh, his nine Ks tie a Tampa Bay rec- playoff record. Yeah. And just, he had no hits until a six. So just the way it goes. And I Glass now can absolutely repeat the same outing tomorrow. Yep. An uninspiring Toronto Blue Jays club. I'm sorry. I think it, it's, they did a little bit late in the game. A little bit. But that was it. But the, the, the energy, uh, I mean, it was a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the, the energy that I saw the Rays bring tonight, like after, especially after uh, Margot's two-run bomb in the seventh, they were just all flipping out. Like that, I'm sorry, that's what's going to win you ball games. And I just didn't see that from Toronto. Yeah. And we already know that Tampa Bay is a better team. Yeah. And the fact that Toronto didn't really bring the juice. I mean, I, it's easy for me to say that they're going up against Blake Snell. I get it, yeah. but I mean, also I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out there and say right now, a little bit of an underrated hype having family there for these teams, having their friends and family members there, and no one else. That that's hype. That's a little bit extra juice, and I think it's playing a factor with some guys. I think that has to be a topic. Yeah, I, I mean, I would think so. But apparently the rule is, and Trevor Bauer is tweeting about it, but apparently it's only home home fans. Is that correct? No. They're, the Yankees had their friends and family there. I don't know Cleveland. about that. Yeah, no, 100%. Like they showed I them mean, and they were wearing Yankees stuff. That might be true, but I'm just telling you, Bauer is tweeting about it. It could be uh, with specific stadiums or maybe specific like state rules because you know each state is handling this differently yeah that's possible. that could be it I, I don't know but there were definitely yankees loved ones at the game tonight well speaking of yankees let's uh wrap up our little mini pod here i'm assuming the game is over at this point it is over 12 2 was that the final 12 3 they snuck out a run in the end 12 3 uh the big storyline here big headline thing everybody's talking about tonight Indians fan or not, Shane Bieber just falling on his face. Just a rough night for the Cy Young winner. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and not official, but let's assume. The thing is, is that it's um, his curveball is his main pitch. The fastball is really sitting at about 93, 94 on average. So, like, anybody can hit that at this level. And so – when you attack that early and you don't have to worry about the curveball as much, that's what we saw. Uh, two runs and four pitches basically in the first inning, and then it was just all easy going from there. Um, but I mean, the big, I think the big story for the Yankees is that players that haven't been producing all year did produce tonight. I don't know if it's going to be an ongoing thing during the postseason, but you know, Glaber Torres woke up, um, Brett Gardner woke up, you know, dudes that just, hadn't really done much but then you mix in the guys that have been doing their thing dj lemayhew luke voigt aaron judge these guys just know how to do it um when all lineup is rolling that lineup's scary then not to mention you still have pieces that didn't play yeah going back to the bieber thing just running through his line here real quick four and two-thirds Nine hits, seven runs, two walks, seven Ks, and he gave up two bombs, I believe. Uh, but again, I tweeted about it tonight. This goes back to the whole March Madness example that I use all the time. 
there's granted i i had it, cleveland pitching just shutting down new york this series obviously starting with with bieber mm-hmm. but even i even i came up wrong in that and i think a lot of other people came up wrong in that prediction yeah but it goes back to the march madness thing where it's like there's no like there are no guarantees in base in, in no. sports yeah people can sit there and laugh in your face if you go with if you if you pick the yankees to beat up on bieber a little bit because it's like well it's shane bieber he's gonna win the cy young the dude's been lights out all year it's like doesn't matter this is the postseason yeah. he has to go out there and do it like yeah just because he's done it he's done it throughout the regular season doesn't mean that's going to translate to the postseason and we saw right. that tonight and like i said it goes back to the people that laugh at you for picking some community college to beat up <laughs> on kansas yeah iowa cal poly tech friggin agriculture a t community college northwest satellite campus <laughs> to beat kansas and you're like, well, who should I pick? And they're like, well, obviously Kansas, because you're an idiot if you go otherwise. And then <laughs> Iowa, Cal Poly, Tech, Agriculture, A&T, Community College, Southwest Satellite Campus goes out there and wins the game. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to go ahead and say the Yankees are – I'm not running through that list. No, by, by no <laughs> means are the New York Yankees yeah. a, 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 a Iowa, Cal Poly, Tech – no, in this uh, matchup, I get it. Southwest. I, in this matchup, I get it. Bieber did things this year that we hadn't really satellite campus seen from him before, and he's definitely uh, he's definitely made his mark, and he is now known that Shane Bieber is a true ace in this game. Um, so I think people are surprised by that, but the truth is, is that like I said, the the Yankees lineup is capable of a lot of stuff. And they're capable of doing a, a, a lot of things to anyone. And so when you get multiple if, pieces, if working they're clicking together, on all cylinders, if they're clicking, yes. Then, and that's where Garrett Cole didn't really need all that tonight, but it happened. Yeah. Garrett Cole, fantastic performance tonight on his part. Uh, not so much with a rod, Although I'll give him credit, I don't think he talked about himself as much as he usually does, but uh, yeah. he made about a dozen connections to Jeter for some unbeknownst reason. Yeah. From LeMahieu. Yeah. Yeah. I I just we need to get him off Yankees games. We really do. I it's think weird, he's right? I think he's knowledgeable, but I just think it's really odd that we go with A Rod for Yankees yeah. games. Like All exclusively. The time. Yeah, and they're going to be on again tomorrow. I heard them say they're covering two games tomorrow. Um, so they'll be on for the Yankees again. It is what it is. Whatever. I don't care. A Rod is A Rod. But um, no, I mean, I I think uh, this is this is what Indians fans are terrified of. Their offense just Frankie Lindor just not really providing that that spark at the top of the lineup, Jose Ramirez is going to hit this Josh Naylor kid had a freaking game of his life to get four knocks tonight and took Garrett Cole just absolutely to the moon. That ball was launched. Um, but this is, this is the script, man. This is what Indians fans were worried about. Their, their offense is just non-existent. I mean, I think they they experienced tonight a nightmare that they didn't think they would have to experience. They're like, well, can our offense do it? Can like can they muster up enough to to beat Yankee yeah. pitching, especially once the pen rolls around? 
Yeah. Not not even thinking that Shane Bieber was going to come out and fall flat on his face, but he right. did. And now they're down 0-1 in a three-game series. Yeah. And, and not looking and, good. And Garrett Cole had seven, and the last two innings were thrown by Luis Sessa, who's not a, a high-leverage pitcher. So, I mean, the, now the Yankees' bullpen is happy and healthy. And now you got to go up against a uh, a pretty – I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, pretty successful in the postseason. Tanaka's Tanaka. great in the postseason. He so, really is. He's a perfectionist. And so – Not looking good if you're the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. And we'll see, man. Well, Nate, just under the 25-minute mark. That's, uh, that's solid work. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But I don't know how we're going to be able to squeeze eight games in and – Next, we'll be okay because we're not going to be able to watch it even. We're basically just going to read off the box score. Well, we're not going <laughs> to do that. People need to tune in for some takes beyond the box score. Sure. We're better than that. I just don't know if we're going to be able to have. No, screw it. We're going to have. Finish it, who finishes it up tomorrow? Predictions. Who finishes it up tomorrow? Anybody? Oh, like who closes it out? Yeah. Any, does anyone? Obviously on the AL side. Uh, give, me, give me the Astros. Okay. Give me – nah, I'm not going to say – not going to say the White Sox. Give me the Rays. And, mm, honestly, give me the Yankees. Didn't think it happened, but <laughs> give me the Yankees in two. Give me the Astros in two. Give me the Yankees in two. I think the A's can, A's can stretch it out. A's can stretch it out. Oh, yeah, and then also give me – yeah, give me the Rays. Yeah. Rays, Yankees, so, Astros. I'm going Rays, Yankees, White Sox. Astros do not close it out tomorrow. Because they're not closing it out. The Twins are going to go too straight. Stop. <laughs> All that to say, running through the schedule here real quick. Wednesday's games features a eight-game slate, starting with the Reds and Braves, 12 Eastern. Uh, transitioning to one Eastern, Astros, Twins, two Eastern, Marlins, Cubs, three Eastern, White Sox, A's, four Eastern, Blue Jays, Rays, five Eastern, Cardinals, Padres, seven Eastern, Yankees, Indians, and 10 Eastern Brewers Dodgers. If you can try to call in sick. Oh yeah. Like I told you, told the wife, I was like, look, if you need anything, it better be before noon. Cause I'm going to be getting real otherwise, sick. All of a sudden. I'm going to be getting the sniffles come, come noon. I won't be otherwise able to do just feed me. Cause I'm not leaving this couch. <laughs> Facts. That's all I got, Nate. Oh, uh, don't go chasing curveballs, especially from Garrett Cole. Sheesh. Be sure to tune in every day this week for a daily pod recapping the wild card series. We love you all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. What the f- time you to take? You take! Don't tell me you don't see it! You f- look! You understand? <laughs>